Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Georgian trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. My name is Nick Ingvall with my guys, Robbie Falke and Mike Guillory. Talk about some summer kicks, some summer sneakers. You know how it is. We're about to get some, get some, <laughs> some, uh, some of those shoes out of the back of the closet, some, some classics, some comfort. All the things that come with summer, getting to rock shorts finally with 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 our kicks. So, what's good, fellas? How you guys doing? Yeah, I'm good. I just realized though, I look like I'm a, a football coach recruiting someone through a Zoom call with my Nike polo on. So, uh, other than that, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, Mike, it's funny because with the short hair and the beard and the black polo, <laughs> Nike polo, you're looking a lot tougher. Like if I didn't know you. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Boy, get, get here and give me 25. Get down the floor right now. <laughs> Man, if I didn't know who you were and you just had that short hair and the beard, I think you were about ready to tell me to drop down and get 25. So give you 25. So it's a good look. Yep. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my uh, my retro Lakers Pac-Man T-shirt. Dinosaur. They're a group of dinosaurs. This is a you know a relic video game, so it's all fitting. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they're not as old you, next year. Mike, <laughs> seriously, yeah, Mike's my, my got me afraid I might have to run suicides if I mess up tonight. So, <laughs> <laughs> Nick remembered his uniform though. <laughs> history, did. but let me just plug that though i believe we have a code if you're in the discord for 10 percent off or something sneaker history merch through the website it looks really good on nick it looks really good on varian i saw some um i saw gregatron put the sneaker history pins on the black cement like where an ice day would be or something or a Dubray, pardon me, a du- where a Dubray would be. He like put sneaker history pins. It looks really good with black cements. So we have some really cool merch out there. If you're looking for something, Nick here is the perfect model of what it looks like. And it looks really good <laughs> and it fits really well. So uh, maybe check that out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. We'll link it in yeah. the description. It's Russell hoodies are actually really nice. So. They had the panel on the side for the arm. It has a little bit of give. Yep. Uh, I noticed that one with mine. It has like flex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's good. Good stuff. Uh, you guys want to do a rocking and copping? Let's do it. Go ahead, Mike. Lead us off. All right. Well, my rocking has been my the Jordan 5, Jade Horizon. I'll have a video up on this one shortly, but uh, really, really like this one so far. And I'm not a big Jordan 5 fan, so I know Robbie's happy. That I've actually ran wearing a Jordan Five, but uh, yeah, super nice shoe. It was actually easy to get. I didn't have to jump through any hoops for it. I actually got it for retail on release day. Uh, and Coppin, honestly, I don't even know right now. Um, I would probably have to say the KD Fifteen is probably high on my list right now. Uh, I've been seeing the pictures of it. I guess it should be coming out soon. And that one's back to the low low cut KD. I'm pretty excited about that one. We could have a whole KD conversation because I was just grilling that shoe to a friend online. Uh, we should definitely have a KD. There's enough KD shoes. We should probably, in an episode or two, just do a whole KD thing. Um, personally, I've been rocking the 
nothing. So these are the cloud um, the cloud monsters by On. These are unworn. These just came in though, and they're cool. I've had COVID for like a week now, so I've been rocking the Benzi, <laughs> the Benzi slides, uh, the completely clean, the house slipper style. You know what I'm saying? Like these don't touch anything outside of the house. These are for indoor use only. But uh, this has been my my rock. Hopefully tomorrow. I feel good enough to like get outside a little bit more, but the cloud monster is what I'm going to be wearing tomorrow. Um, this style has been really popular for a running shoe over the past couple of years, right? Like a big drop um, from the heel to the forefoot, um, just a big cushiony, light, pillowy beast or a monster, if you will. Great for summer. So we're going to talk more about <laughs> shoes like this in the summertime. Uh, the upper is the kind of upper you, you don't want to wear in the winter. You don't want to get caught getting these wet. It's going to go right through the shoe. Um, this is definitely more of a summertime rock. So we'll talk more about summertime shoes here in a minute. But uh, when it comes to Coppin, actually on the 28th of April. So uh, what day is that here? Today is Thursday the 21st. So whatever the 28th ends up being. Next Thursday. Uh, there's a 24th. Next Thursday? Okay, good. Yeah. So on next Thursday, 20 hour release window for Chuck 70 slash golf the floor title mm. the creator available commerce.com um, I'm a huge Chuck 70 fan I'm a huge golf the floor fan like those shoes resell a lot more I've looked multiple times like the earlier like one star <laughs> stuff he was doing those have gone up in value to an annoying degree um, so I'm personally <laughs> looking to get something like that. So on the 28th for 24 hours, you can customize a Chuck 70, um, with mm -hmm. golf, the floor. And I think it's going to be a really cool option. So keep your eye out on that. I know Mike, you've been doing some, um, Nike by you stuff. It's the same system with mm -hmm. Converse, you know, being owned by Nike. So, um, pretty good experiences that you've been having. Hopefully I have a good one too, but what about nice. you, Nick? What's been on your radar or what's uh, been on your feet? So I dug into the, the box of D roses that I have in the garage. Nice. Ooh, the three, 3.5, nice. just a bright ass shoe. All the, all the, I got a bunch of the D rose stuff from the early years. It's, it's pretty dirty, but, um, so that's what, that's what I rocked. Kind of just looking at stuff like, do I need to be keeping this? But, uh, ultimately I always end up do because, it's not worth anything to anybody else, so might as well keep it and wear it once in Just a while. Just hold on to them, man. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, yeah, Coppin, I'm I'm with Mike. I, I actually like that KD15 quite a bit. Um, definitely need to get into that in a in a future episode. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll be seeing plenty of colorways of that shoe over the next you know however many months uh the other shoe i'm kind of just like sure. curious about is is uh what's going to happen with a with the presto mainly because i saw the hello kitty stuff pop up which you yeah. know if you're a nike collector that's like a that's a grail shoe beyond grail shoes right and now it's <laughs> supposed to release they're supposed to, you know they might even do the whole like handful i forget if it was four or six colors that they originally planned to do before the release got canceled back in the day mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I probably won't get them. They'll probably end up being women's shoes and they won't make them big enough for me. But if they do release and I can get a pair for, for cam, I'm going to live vicariously through her on those ones. <laughs> oh, I'm a buyer for those hello kitties for sure. Same. Like, I forgot about those. <laughs> I can get a size. No, I mean, what's this so crazy? And again, we'll we'll do a KD episode, but just so many shoes released that like KD 15 got me thinking about the past three before then. And I was like, man, he's had some good, like not, not a lot of bad shoes in that line. So we'll definitely do a whole breakdown of his 15 models as we get closer to the official release day of that shoe. But today we're going to be talking summertime, like Q, um, royalty-free version of Will Smith summertime, please. Like... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, the thing about the KD that's really interesting, just one more thing on that. I, I think the last like two years plus of COVID has, has like caused a lot of shoes 
to fly under the radar, right? Because we're not getting yeah. to see them in the full glory of the marketing plans that, from, <laughs> from Nike to get them out there and, and presented in the right ways. And, you know, things not showing up on time and all those, all those elements are just like crazy. So, I mean, kind of, that's why, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of, that's why I wanted to talk about summer shoes in a, in a more generic fashion, right? Because we could, t- we could obviously talk about all the summer shoes that are going to come out this year. But I know like we've Robbie and I've talked about in the past, one of the shoes that he and I would both just break out specifically in the summer is the OG Adidas Ultra Boost. And to me, that's like a, a great example of a shoe that people might not think about getting because it's not trendy right now. But you could probably pick them up for 60 bucks and guaranteed it's it's more comfortable than most of the shoes in your collection. Facts. No, that's <laughs> a great point. That's it's been put in the front of the rotation. There's the Adidas section of the California closet, and the Adidas section prominently has a pair of Ultra Boosts on there. I didn't go all white. <laughs> What's I, I don't know why. I'll I'll keep letting those sit out. But yeah, first thing I do when it starts getting nice is I bring out a pair of Ultra Boosts and I make them easily available. Like um, any model. I know Mike is more of a fan of the the newer stuff, so you can talk more about that. But the old stuff is yeah. still king. For sure. No, I love all things like Ultra Boost. I mean, I think over everything, I would probably rather go 1.0s and 2.0s. But we just went to, you know, I'm in Texas, if anyone didn't know that. So it was already hot here. So we went to SeaWorld for our son's eighth birthday and I already broke out was the Mastermind. Was it the EQT Ultra Boost? All right. Those things are already seen. Like they're not even in the box anymore. They're just by the door because easy to throw on, very comfortable. Let's get going. <laughs> Yep. That's a, that's definitely a good one. I mean, I think summer is like, it's, it's a few things. It's first and foremost, you're going to be wearing shorts. So it's gotta be something you can wear with shorts. Cool. Second is it's gotta be comfortable because more than likely you're going to be doing more than you do in the winter months because the weather's nicer. Right. But thirdly, like it's kind of also a time to flex for sneakerheads. Right. Where, you know, you got stuff that you don't want to mess up. The weather's better. You're going to take the chance of wearing it now versus, you know, getting it wet, muddy, whatever, you know, may cause damage to it during the winter months. So, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like the, I, I would say boost cushioning in general is one that, you know, just kind of always is in there um, for me when it comes to yeah. like, you know, summer stuff. I tend to go towards the original Ultra Boost, but that EQT mashup, the Mastermind specifically, I've got like both colorways of that, and I wear them pretty regularly in the summer. Um, and I, I think like it's it's also like a, a good time to kind of experiment with your your own comfort zone when it comes to sneakers, right? Yeah. Because yeah. like for me personally, summer is like Reebok Pump Furies, right? I'm never wearing those with pants or at least hardly ever if I do, but like (laughs) it's a shoe that is wildly just wild, right? Somebody's going to talk to you about that shoe when you wear it, no matter what colorway it is, because people either know how crazy it is and they want to talk to you about it because nobody else wears them or they've never seen anything like it. And they're like, what the hell's on your feet? And they want to know about it. So that's another one for me where I, I just default. It just becomes a summer shoe. Like it has to be good weather for me to wear it. I mean, I I just, you know, I, I could probably go all summer wearing, you know, Pump Furies, but I, I, I try to mix it up, too. <laughs> I mean, I'm right there with you. I think they just well, released on Reebok's website the uh, the 95 cut of the uh, Insta Pump Fury, so it's a little slimmer, which I'm very tempted to get. I'm just waiting for it to go on sale because Pump Furies are pretty pricey. But, uh, no, I'm right there with you. Between that one and then... To go back to Boost, the ones that uh, you and I have, Nick, the Instant Pump Fury Boost, that is literally the perfect combination of the comfort and then stat, just that summer shoe with the, the Pump Fury. Well, the the Pump Fury, any level Ultra Boost, and let's just throw in stuff like the Hirachi, right? That's more of like a technical, retro feeling, easy to slip on, doesn't look really great with pant type shoes. And I think... Each one of those brands has something they could bring to the table to kind of fit that niche, whatever 
you know, brand you want to go with. Yeah, totally. Good call. Yeah. The Hirachi's on my list. Yeah. I was thinking about too. It's kind of like I personally don't like wearing like the Hirachi having that sock liner, right? I don't like wearing mm-hmm. long socks with shoes like that. I'd rather have a short no sock only. so you just see the shoe. And mm-hmm. yeah, no show socks. And and so it like highlights the shoe on your foot almost. And I think like to, to Robbie's point, there's a bunch of them that are out there that are kind of like that. For me, like another one is the um, the Puma, like either the Puma Disc Blaze or Puma Blaze of Glory. Like both those models are yeah. very like summer specific. You know, like I, I just think of like retro runners, you can get a little bit, you know, you can get something that's comfortable, but still has a cool vibe to it. But also like you're not going to wear most of those shoes with, you know, you might wear them with like, you know, track pants or running, running pants or something, but you're not going to wear them with jeans or, you know, with Dickies or something like, like a that. Puma suede too. Mm-hmm. All those shoes look awkward yeah. with a visible sock, unless you're wearing like a tapered leg sweat yeah. runner well, jogger to like hide it. And then one right behind you, Nick, the, the, you had displayed in your case is ZX uh, 8000 or ZX series. That's a perfect, uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the, that's mine's been in the box all winter, uh, because I, they don't look right with pants to me. Um, but I'm ready to break those out because that's a perfect example of a summer shoe, bright <laughs> colors on them, uh, light materials. And there's so many different versions of it. I mean, you, you really can't go wrong. You can, I can literally go a week straight just wearing different ones. And, um, yeah, just fit any kind of anything I'm doing, really. Call me crazy, but I think we can officially call it sneaker history since they're retroing. But, like, the Yeezy 350 Turtle Dove, like, that's a great summertime. Feel how you will about it. You might think it looks good, bad, however you feel about it. But that's kind of hard to argue that that shoe looks really good with a pair of shorts and some no-show socks. You're going to be mm-hmm. super comfortable. And then you have the always available, you know, 350 V2s in pretty much any yeah. color other th- under the sun that is on the lighter side of the spectrum. Every single one of those shoes look good in the summertime. It, it doesn't matter how you feel about him, but like no a no-show sock and a pair of Yeezy 350s <laughs> is like the wintertime having a nice chunky pair of Jordans on, I think it's just like, you can't go wrong is work your way up from there. It's like, Oh, I got some Jordans on it, some jeans, figure it out. Oh, you got some three fifties <laughs> on it, some shorts. Yeah, you, you, you'll you figure it out. Yeah. Ah, you're right. So you mentioned the colors. Do you guys stick to bright colors in the summer or do you still mix in? Like let's, let's say some, but let's say you've got a pair of, you know, I'm thinking like, Royal Jordan one Royals, right? I'll tell you right now. Well, yeah. So the, the brave blue thirteens that are coming out, um, this weekend when this episode releases, they come out this Saturday and, uh, I already have those in hand and they're black and Navy blue. And best believe I'm going to be wearing those in the next, you know, two months, like going to be in the rotation. Not all you splice in darker shoes, I think in my book, but you keep it generally lighter. Or brighter, lighter and brighter. Yeah. But black and navy yeah. is going to get some play. I'm I'm kind of the same boat. I mean, really, I'm probably going to wear lighter ones just because that's just kind of the nature of the season. But I'm going to sprinkle in everything because unless it's actually meant to be worn in the winter time, I'm still going to try to put some kind of wear into it for at least a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, like a, a wheat or a flax yeah. type colorway. Those are exclusively if you're a an Air Force One. Um, even like the Air Force Ones that are coming out, the mid tops with the jewel swooshes, mm-hmm. that mid cut. How do do you guys feel that that's a summertime? I don't think it's. I don't like mid cut Air Force Ones. Period. But like, what's a mid cut Air Force One? What what season is that? Color got depend on the color. The white and, the white and blue ones. I think you can get away with in the summertime. Darker colors. I think strictly winter. But I don't wear mid cut Air Forces either. Are we officially in St. Lunatic's land again? Like early 2000s were like the jewel swoosh. I mean, what's weird is I've always hated jewel swooshes on Air Force Ones for the most part. Small jewel swoosh I don't like. And Mm -hmm. I do not like mids. But together, I can like, I don't know. Like I'm like 60, 40, 60% not interested. 40%. 
forty percent very interested. But like, what are you guys' takes on the on those on those new retros coming out? Like, is it summer ready? Is it not? I mean, I think of all Air Force Ones as winter shoes because to me they're just giant boots, and I I just never wear them. But I have to say, I have to admit, just like Robbie's going through it right there in his mind, where he's like, I never wear this, and I never like this. But maybe I could get behind this one. <laughs> I have those moments with Air Force yeah. Ones, especially when the like the the lows with a good color on it. I'm like, I'm so tempted so many times. Like the the John Elliott Air Force Ones that you and Mitch and Jacques and, oh. and Brando and all the all of you guys I were really talking those. about so much. And I never pulled the trigger on them. And I every time I see somebody wearing them or post them on Instagram, I'm like, man, maybe that should have been the one Air Force One that I actually bought and wore. But you know, Man. it just, it, I think, I think so, that's a thing that, that I, you know, keep coming back to about sneakers. When you see people complaining about stuff online, you're just like, yeah, that doesn't really matter. You know, like you could say all these things, but then you could walk into a store or have somebody send you an Instagram post and it's like the shoe in the right color and it hits you and you're just like, man, I just love this shit. Like, this is why I'm doing a podcast about sneakers all the time. This is why we look at shoes all day. This is why we're sending each other shoes in the text chain. You know? Can works. I be a lunatic with too much grip to let it slip? It's just like, <laughs> there's just... But fashion-wise, things, you know people are going to be wearing long jorts and oversized jerseys, maybe turned backwards, I don't know. But with mid-air, if there's going to be a drop consistently of mid top jewel swoosh or not it's, then they're patent leather in jewel swoosh it's like dang like man it's like that's so 2001 2002 like pg no style like oh i love 2000 air force ones like that's a vibe they're great to this day you can still wear a 2000 air force one mid because the materials are good they're built right mm -hmm. like they're fucking tanks yep. but like <laughs> It's crazy, man. Like I just don't know. Yeah. Look, I don't know. I'm going to dig out I mean, my Concord like shorts from from 2011 uh, down to my ankles. Put on those uh, mid cut Air Forces to go buy me uh, a tall tee from Champs, and I'm just going to call it a summer right there. I don't think we're hey, getting I, that far I, off of that. Yeah, I, I I got I I got no hatred toward those looks. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> oh man so the other the other thing that you you mentioned like with the jordan the brave blues one of the shoes that i don't really wear as much in the winter i still do because i love it so much but i definitely wear it like for weeks at a time once the weather gets nice is white cement jordan threes like that's just kind of like a i think that shoe looks so mm -hmm. cool on foot with either no show socks or like you know like the shorter socks that jordan wore back in the day shorts mm -hmm. i mean it's just probably top five all time for me it, 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 depending on the day it's like the black cements or the white cements but both those shoes and really any white based like jordan three like i've still got the pure money threes a couple pairs of those that i wear you know somewhat regularly in the summertime but i just think the jordan three in light colors you, especially when you get to see the elephant print pop on it from a distance mm -hmm. can't beat it yeah. My true blues and white cement fours both get a lot of play this time of the year. Yeah. Well, I'm down on threes. I need to re up on them. Uh, so I'll be breaking out the military blue fours and the what the fours a lot this uh, this summer. Just can't get enough of those. Can't get enough. Can't get enough. Um, All right. It's so interesting. What, what, what other classics? Like. Are there any dunk colorways that you guys have ready for the summer? Only Adidas. dunks that were undefeated. So, yeah. the, the other one for yeah. me is like the Stan Smith because it's like a $60 okay. shoe. Super yeah. chill. White. It feels like it feels kind of, I don't know, this sounds really bad, but it feels kind of like an upscale sneaker at this point, right? Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, my wife has the pair of the Swarovski crystals on them like so those will probably come out for her in the uh in the uh in the summertime it's like the basic white and green but all the green panels have the, the crystals which is super dope i wish they had them in men's sizes but yeah I, it's definitely upscale sneaker with or without the extra items 
I'm personally more of a superstar kind of guy than a Stan Smith, but the the dunk thing is funny because I have the UNLV, I have gray and red, and then I have Georgetown, which is gray and navy, and then I have red and yellow, and I'm trying to get the UCLA blue and yellow. There's just like so much overlap between shoes. Um, yeah, then I have the Michigan blue and yellow. Then I have the USC red and yellow. It's just like, yeah, Jesus. any any combination of those and low tops um, are crazy. And between everybody here, I might have just bought another pair of off-white dunks worn. Um, so, I mean, the thing with dunks is like they're kind of they're kind of perfect for everything. all times of year, right? It just flip mm-hmm. up the colors and mix it up some, and and they fit into the rotation pretty nicely. Because I think they look. Yeah dope on foot with you know shorts or jeans or whatever you're wearing it just seems to be like a a generally good looking shoe however you choose to rock it well i think one thing that could bring people back to the superstar is that if you guys seen there's a parley superstar that's released it really released very quietly but if you look through all of the uh pro images there's boost in the midsole uh, it's not like the one ultra uh, uh, superstar with the boost that will come out the side is actually fully caged inside. So I think I might try a pair of those out. I'm, they're just hanging around places. I'm sure I'd be able to get them on sale, but that's a game changer because uh, superstars aren't comfortable. They look great. They're just not comfortable. Yeah. So, I mean, to, to me, the superstar is the shoe of somebody who like wants to be kind of cool, but doesn't care about sneakers. Like I see a lot of like, fairly beat up superstars on like someone like what's funny about the whole Prada Adidas stuff. I feel like people who wear superstars have Prada bags, but they wouldn't wear Mm -hmm. Adidas Prada. It's just like, Oh, I got like a clean little white black pair of Adidas to go with my little Prada bag and my little outfit. You just maybe don't want to have Nikes on, you know, you just want to be a little different, but still be very popular. And, you know, it's just like, one of those shoes, I think the club C nowadays, it's way more play than the superstar, mm-hmm. but like the superstar club C um, and air force one are all kind of cut from the same cloth. And I think they always will be. And just like the superstar, you either, you love it or you don't, I have a clean pair on deck <laughs> right now, ready to go. But um, they're not for everybody They're It's funny how it's not for everybody, but it is mm-hmm. for everybody. If that makes, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think, excuse me, I think like, I think Parley is a good thing to mention, though, that that brand or that company, you know, making stuff out of, you know, plastic bottles, they pull out of the river, rivers and ocean um, shores and stuff. They've done like Ultra Boost, they've done all sorts of stuff with, with Adidas throughout the years. And, you know, it's, it's a it's cool to see that they're finally getting a little bit more, a little bit more, I don't know, like creative, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. even though it might not look it to your point about those superstars, putting boost inside of a superstar is like no brainer, right? Like why, you know, we should be putting this, we should be putting modern cushioning in every old school shell yes. of a shoe, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. I know that's not the most, efficient financial move for brands to do. But I do think that like, those are the types of things that make it enjoyable that in a way that it isn't from, you know, to, to the conversation about whether they're comfortable or uncomfortable. Right. You know, it's kind of one of those things where it just depends on how your foot, how it fits your foot. Right. Not every shoe that I say is comfortable is going to be comfortable for you guys. And like another great shoe for the summer, low top chucks, right. Robbie mentioned the stuff coming or the the customs that are going to be up with, with uh, golf mm-hmm. wine and stuff. But I think like low top chucks are, are like a summer only shoe for me. Like I don't wear, like I wear high top chucks 90% of the time anyway, but like a few low tops that I have, I break out during the summer. Same kind of thing with like vans, uh, like van slip ons only wear those in the summertime. Yeah. Sometimes I'm in them easy. Sometimes I'm in my vans. Anytime anybody ever says vans, I have to say that. But no, Nick, you're going to be anywhere right. Like a low top pair of chucks or again, I'll never be able to wear a normal chuck ever again. I'm 
Chuck 70 the rest of my life. But uh, you can even go this way, right? So I think summertime, springtime is like the best time of the year to even maybe rock those basketball shoes you were playing in last season and you don't really rock on court anymore. Like Kyrie's are, I think, are really good in the summertime as they got off court. Uh, LeBron eight uh, lows. I mean, they came out. There's you can find like on sneaker politics a pretty good size run of the Sprite color for like 140 bucks. I mean, I think that's a great summer shoe, especially back in his time. I mean, I'm definitely gonna wear my Miami uh, Miami Knights as much as possible because that's that's a perfect summer shoe. I think. Damn. See, I forget the Miami Knights even dropped. I wish. I wish I bought those. Kind of. I like, see. I I, so I wouldn't wear it. Like I I want to look at it all the time, and I want to say I have the option to wear them, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't really wear them all that much. Um, no, one shoe I do wear um, more than most people would think uh, is the, the on cloud Nova. It's like their kind of lifestyle take. It's not their Federer stuff. It's not really designed to be ran in. But at a, like mm-hmm. 150 bucks, that's right in line with what other brands are putting out there from say 90 to 150 is like a good summertime entry point where you're probably not getting full length crazy air max or you know really top of the line cushioning but you can still get a lot of shoe for 90 to 150 and the cloud nova is just like a slip-on kind of booty like so it reminds you of a hirachi feel but uh you know it's light it comes in foot 10 12 different colors um, but if you're looking for something a little different, kind of like that, that Prada person I was explaining where you kind of maybe not want to be in everything and something everybody else is wearing, but something that's still like reclutable and like you has brand recognition, like yeah. what Mosh has been able to do, let's even throw his shoe in there. I think his, oh. the Mosh runner is a great summer shoe. And yeah. I think what separates his stuff from like so many other brands that have tried to release a sneaker um, is just how attention to detail focus his releases are and mm-hmm. doing it the pre-order allows him to really control the mater- gives him so much more control over what he gets to ultimately put out. So yeah. like that's something different. The on stuff is something different. You know, Hoka is releasing a whole bunch of summer stuff. Like, they're all recordable names, but like not a little off the beaten path, but not too far. It's yeah. like a little, a little bit off the path, but not. Yeah, you're not in the well, desert alone. One more I need to bring up, and I wish I had uh, Rowan here with us because it's one of those like I think we talk about all these shoes. You know, we talk about superstars or people who not necessarily sneaker heads, but they just want a recognizable shoe. But think about our, you know, my fellow parents out there who are chasing their kids but don't want to wear, you know, a crap shoe. Um, the Reebok Nano X2, it is, I was telling Nick the other day, it's like someone took the fly knit trainer from Nike, actually made it functional, where it has like a full length float ride. It has the fly, uh, fly weave, whereas it's a knit shoe, but it's also looks decent. So where if you want to wear it to the gym, cool. But if you want to wear it somewhere with, you know, your, 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 your button up shirt, your, your, you know, your, your dad cap and chasing your kids around, it looks good for that as well. And it's functional. So I think look at, looking at the. You know, non-sneakerhead, but I don't want to have a like a monarch or some crap. <laughs> well, I mean, those Reeboks and the Cloud Nova, and honestly, just about anything Nike Air Max, you want something in the summertime that's going to last you all day long. You don't want it to be going yeah. to the crib and like switching sneakers out because you want to go on like a two-mile walk down the boardwalk with your friend or your girlfriend or whatever you're doing. You know, like you want to have a Cloud Nova. It's like, oh, I can just literally put five miles of walking in or an air max 90 or you know For a sure. zx yeah something where it's like i could put four miles in and like i'm not gonna ever run in this but you can walk <laughs> comfortably for a very long time so not a jordan one right you don't want to walk the boardwalk in a jordan one. <laughs> but to nick's point a jordan th- a white cement jordan three you can put a couple miles in if like you have the right oh, yeah. sock on and it's not too humid. I think humidity in the Jordan 3 plays a little part. But a nice, clean summer day, you can put miles in. I think the uh, – I think like what you said about the running shoes or, or you know, like even, even basketball shoes, right? It's like a good time, you know, find that shoe that's comfortable to you, right? Like the Kyries are always a good mm-hmm. choice because they're, you know, 
typically kind of lower cut than the than the LeBron's, right? You guys both mm-hmm. mentioned LeBron Lowe's. Like, I think those are always a good choice, whether they're new or retro, right? Or if you're at the Nike outlet and hitting the hash wall and, and finding stuff, that seems to be where those things pop go. up. Um, and I think, too, like, the, uh, there's a couple other, like, shoes out there that, you know, like the um, the Asics, like it's like the Nusa, the Tri Nusa, which is, like, their triathlete shoe. Yeah. Those shoes might, like, for me, like, I have a few pairs of those that are just their crazy bright colors. I am by no means a triathlete. I, I could eat. <laughs> a burrito, a pizza, and, you know, some ramen, if that, if that can get me into the door, but, um, try easily. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that shoe, the reason why I suggest that and why I tend to lean towards running shoes in the, in the summertime, especially newer model running shoes, because running shoes and, and like specifically the Trinusa from Asics, they, that has to be like a shoe that somebody can wear throughout different elements, right? If they're competing in an Ironman, that shoe cannot rub on their foot awkwardly for a fraction of a second. They need it to be consistent all the way through that, you know, the miles they're putting in to your guys's point. And I think those are kind of interesting things to think about when you're looking at summer shoes, you know, like a shoe like that or, or, you know, a modern running shoe, assuming you don't fall for some of the like more gimmicky stuff that's out there, you know, like I, I love the gimmicky stuff. Let me just be upfront about it. But like, you know, the, the Air Max 2020, is it 2021 or 2022 with the big round bubbles in the back? 21. Yeah, the 22. 22. 22. Oh, okay. But like that shoe is probably five times the weight of the (laughs) Asics gel Nusa, right? So like, it's a great shoe. It looks cool as hell. And it's going to get people like ask you about it because it's so over the top the way that air bubble is kind of like sitting in that in that cage in the in the heel but it's it's also heavy it's it's you know you're not gonna you're not gonna want to go to disneyland in that shoe right like you're gonna you're gonna make it you know to the grocery store and back in that shoe but you're not gonna want to like put in the miles of at disneyland or disney world for that shoe Mm -hmm. but i think that's something to keep in mind just as you as you start to look at you know shoes in the summertime especially like like mike said if you're if you're chasing the kids around you know, it's not worth going for the, I mean, I love like the Air Max 90, right? I'm going to wear infrareds and, and like, you know, Robbie sold me his, his like total oranges or whatever they are. I'll break them out all the time, but like, I'm not, I'm not doing much more than like walking the dog in that shoe or, you know, going to grab a coffee or something. It's not going to be something that I'm going to go like on a, on a serious trek in. As much yeah. as I love it, right? It's still not that comfortable comparatively <laughs> to newer models. Is there? You're hundred percent right. No, you're 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 right. But man, I can still wear an Air Max ninety all damn day. But you're right to various levels. But I, th- the yeah, 90, I, think I mean, I I could still. and and do. But I think like if if we were to like a Vapor Max, no Vapor Max. It, no, if we were going to go to like Disneyland, right? Open to close Disneyland day. Both of us would probably think maybe Air Max 90. You'd probably go for like Cloud Novas. I'd probably go for, I don't know, probably Ultra Boost or some form of, of form of boost, right? It's just an interesting kind of, it's like, it's not not comfortable. It's just yeah. like slightly less. And this is what sucks about like getting older is like my Vapor Max Off-Whites. I wear those as much as I humanly can wear them. And you would think like, oh, Vapor Max, like you know, wear that every, all day, like all day long to Disneyland. It's like it's a clean, you know, one bro. of the last shoes I grab. One of the last shoes I grab. Not just that, but like the slippage that you can get on a Vapor Max. It's like I'm gonna go fall on somebody's spill ice cream. It's Disneyland. Come on, there's gonna be hazards. Um, huge mistake. Uh, but yeah, it's funny. Like you have to really plot out. Like, okay, do I do I do I want to swag on them, or do I do I want to be comfortable? Then there's other that that middle ground. And I think what kind of sucks and rocks about modern shoes is like, let's say that middle ground is like that that brain dead or that mastermind collab you guys are you guys were talking about. It's like mm-hmm. that's dope, but also it's like not cool at all. Like nobody cares, <laughs> and and you have to be okay with it like being dope to you. But I feel like no one's gonna see you and be like, oh, that's like 
I don't shoes are just so convoluted. You're not going to get like any dabs unless it's something like obnoxiously cool that anybody could buy off StockX. But like the more comfortable stuff might have like not as big a name recognition. It's a whole mental game when you have, you know, too many pairs of shoes. I go through that. And to your point, it depends on where you land on that, on that scale. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I'm never wearing Crocs, but I'm sure there are thousands of people listening to this episode (laughs) That wear Crocs all summer long because why would you put socks on? It's just going to make you hotter. I get it. I well, get the it. The thing is, though, there's somebody out here rocking Salihe Crocs too, and like really swagging on you, like they're they're crushing you, and you're just like, oh, I just had these like EQTs on, and it's like I thought these were cool, but like everybody's looking at that guy's shoe, no one's looking at my feet. You know when people are looking at your feet or not? That's just getting old when people stop looking at your feet, right? Right. <laughs> That's been the story the of my cl- life for the last, you know, 20 years anyway. <laughs> hey, if you want to feel good, just go to the mall and let the shoe cleaner guy stop you. And uh, you'll, you'll get, your, uh, you'll get your, your motivation back. Hey, Playboy. <laughs> hey, Playboy. Hey. Hey, boss. <laughs> the funny oh, thing man. is Nick's background kind of looks like the setup. Like nowadays, all the setups are like brought front boxes and and there's also shoe cleaning going on, but there's always some shoes for sale too, and they like drop front mm-hmm. boxes. Yep. Uh, so the last two that I had on my list, uh, one of them, Asics Gel Light Five. Again, going back to that sock liner, it's a retro. Mm-hmm. It's just a standard issue retro from the '90s, but it fits pretty snugly. I don't wear them in the winter time hardly at all. Um, I don't like the way they look with socks. So you got to wear no shows with them. And, you know, again, it kind of just falls into that, that category we talked about at the beginning. And then the other one is, uh, I, I threw new balance five seventy sevens on, cause that's kind of my go-to, but I think any of the new balance models that you like that the style of the reason why I say that is because aside from the five fifty being trendy, like this, you know, eighties chunky eighties basketball shoe, right? The running models from new balance, a lot of times the materials that they put on those shoes are way too nice to be wearing in wet weather, right? You don't want to be messing yeah. up the shoes like that. And they're all two, $300 a pair. So, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, for me, it's a five seventy seven where like wear the shoes that I'm, I'm definitely not trying to mess up during the winter time kind of shoes. So well, a crazy point. So I was doing research about new balance and the 2002, came out in like 2008 people think that shoe was mm-hmm. like from 2002 because it's like <laughs> in the name but no that's like a newer sh- that's a lot mm-hmm. of modern tech and that's what's so funny because like new balance i think has this like separation where it's like all right 2002 r is technically a semi-modern running shoe that you could walk in all day like we've all described about wanting the theoretical disneyland trip but also like new balances performance running stuff looks so much like what Puma's doing and what you know Adidas is doing and it's like really cutting edge super synthetic really light stuff but there's like the old old stuff you can't run in the stuff that looks old that you could run in then there's the stuff that looks super new and is super new that you definitely can run in yeah well I know my my 2002 R to go back to that actually warm this past weekend for Easter we went to go visit family we're outside for basically two to three days we were there. I probably destroyed that shoe, but I was comfortable the whole time from playing around with the, you know, the kids out there doing whatever, you know, barbecuing and stuff. It was the perfect shoe to put on. I just, I mean, I can knock it off with some suede cleaner, but other than that, man, I think it's a, New Balance just makes a good shoe. My go-to would be the 997, which only have one pair, and I don't think they're really selling that shoe right now. I think it's kind of in their vault, but uh, you really can't go wrong, right, Rob? You really hit on the head. There's so many different things that really fit any audience member looking to to find something from the brand. To to further emphasize one of Robbie's points from previous episodes, the New Balance numbering system is completely whack, and I meant to say nine nine seven, not five seven seven. Although I do have <laughs> I do have many of both, but the nine nine seven is my go to. You son of a beach, to quote Fez. Um, and 1500s, I mean, but they're not from 1500 BC or whatever. So I don't get it. What's the numbering system, you know? Yeah. Uh, what's, it took to get it right. 
What's funny is, I mean, to Mike trashing his 2002R in the grass and stuff, like, I'm going to a concert this weekend, and I'm going to be wearing my concert shoes, which is this time of the year. It's the Jordan 4 UNC, and those are got, I've ordered two concerts already, and, like, there's definitely grass stains all up in the suede, and, like, my whole plan is just to beat those up as much as possible, but, like, ultimately, it's going to be comfortable because the heel unit and, like, the cut and... It's just the this the suede's gonna look bad, but I think bad suede right. looks good sometimes. Yeah, right. Bad suede is good suede. I mean, I think that's the that's kind of like the the last two points I want to make about summer shoes. One, you just gotta wear this stuff because the stories that you're gonna make is the most important. Exactly. Part, right. Like you're gonna see those shoes five years from now in the back of the closet and and think these are the five bands that I saw that year. I should go check them out and see what they're up to now. I haven't listened to them for a little bit, right? That's what I like, something I really love just about sneakers in general, how it'll trigger those memories. The Mm -hmm. other thing I think about summer shoes or just nice weather in general is like, I think it's just a a cool time to just try out a bunch of random brands that are out there, right? There's so many people making footwear at this point that like might not be on your radar because it's not in the sneakers app or not in the confirmed app. But like, I'm not saying, you know, this is nothing against Allbirds, but I'm not saying go buy a bunch of Allbirds, but like, think about Allbirds at like $80 a pop and think about how many other shoes at $80 a pop or $100, $120, you know, to Robbie's point, like all the way up to like 150 for the Cloud Novas and stuff. All these shoes that are kind of like not really on your radar as a sneakerhead, like now's the time to go check them out because you're going to get to be able to wear them in a way that you're going to experience them the most as opposed to, you know, sitting at your job for eight hours a day, you know, every other time of year where you don't, you know, like, okay, cool. Works over. It's way too dark outside. I'm going home to eat and crash. So that's the last thing I would say about like, kind of just the way I think about it personally. That's how I end up with so many random pairs from brands that like, you know, we probably never even talk about half the brands that are in, in like my closet, but it's just, random stuff that I pick up. And sometimes I'm like, Oh, I should wear that again. You know, like there's, there's so many brands that make, we would look at it and see it as a Vans knockoff or a Chuck's knockoff or mm-hmm. something like that. But a lot of those companies end up making cool stuff. You know, like there's a, there's a bunch of them out there that are doing really well right now. And I think the market is kind of in a good spot for people to be, I guess, a little more experimental with, with what they're wearing during the summertime. Most definitely, man. I mean, I, I echo both those points, especially the, the wear your shoes thing, because you get to go outside. Everybody wants them, to, you know, it's like, oh, I want them to see my shoes. That's why I think a lot of people buy it. It's like, of course, for themselves. But you want to have that conversation maybe with somebody. So don't be scared to wear them. Just put them out there. I mean, look at Robbie. He, the UNC4, people are still trying to figure out how to get that one. Robbie's out there beating the mess out of it, which is perfect. He has memories behind his shoes. So I'm, I'm right there with you. Just, just wear, the, wear the dog crap out of them. <laughs> We try. Coach Mike says, wear your kicks, people. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Mike says, drop down, give me 25. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's, a, that's pretty much a wrap. Uh, what's, your, what's, what's the next shoe from your collection you're looking forward to wearing now that we're going to have at least presumably some nice weather in the next few weeks? Oh, this guy. Michael. Haven't worn them right, yet. Mike. They're just hanging right, out Coach right Mike. now. You know, don't mind this Nike swoosh in my shirt. I'm going after these questions. <laughs> I was just hel- holding out hope those would just show up at some point because they look really good and now they're all sold out. Uh, what am I going to wear next? Probably those cloud monsters, honestly, like literally tomorrow. <laughs> what about right, you, Nick? For, for, for me, it's definitely those, those, uh, those bright orange Air Max 90s that Robbie sold me. I haven't worn them yet since he sent them. So, got to do it. Gorgeous. Oh, these, these two, by the way, these have to. Like, these going to be a different color by the time summer's over, probably. See, that's what's tough, man. It's like, I, I think I would wear that in the summer, but, like, Lord knows I'm not going to wear that awkward-ass tongue in the summertime <laughs> anymore. I want to. It's a great shoe. But it's like, but uh, if you've got a 4X hardwood classic LeBron jersey. <laughs> what's yes. funny is... A normal large is humongous sometimes. I mean, I can eat a four axis. <laughs> true. 
All right. Well, thanks for rocking with us. Make sure that you subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Leave us a review if you're on Apple Podcasts. Hit that rating button if you're on Spotify. Uh, I think you can follow us on Amazon Music if you're listening. Subscribe on YouTube, Twitch, you wherever. Uh, and make sure you connect with us all. Guys, where can they find you? Uh, you cannot find me at Coach Mike. That is not any uh, any handle. Uh, but you can always find me Should here be. on uh, in- yeah, uh, sneaker history always here. Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789, and of course YouTube at Mike Guillory. Could be Coach MadWatcher. Get rid of the numbers, <laughs> Coach MadWatcher. Uh, you can find me at R A H B E E seven zero two. What about you, Nick? Uh, I am at Nick Ingvall on all the platforms. More importantly, make sure you follow at Sneaker History everywhere. Thanks for rocking with us. We'll catch you on the next one. Hope y'all are rocking some kicks. Peace. See ya. Bye. Hey everyone, this is Nick again. Before you take off, do us a solid and head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Give us a rating on Spotify or Amazon Music. and Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel because we have even more content coming for you in 2022. Speaking of new content, we have an amazing community of sneaker enthusiasts that hang out in the Sneaker History Discord on a daily basis. While sneakers is the connection point that brought us all together, we've all discovered countless shared passions we have in common with other people within the community. We recently launched the first of a handful of new podcasts that will be coming directly from our sneaker history community. We'll get into the details for those in a future episode, but I'm excited to share that the Exhaust Notes podcast is now live. This is a show about the world of cars, racing, and other automotive-related topics. If you're a fan of Formula One, Formula Drift, cars and coffee, or you're just a weirdo like me that enjoys the smell of gasoline, I think you'll enjoy this one. If you do, add Exhaust Notes to your subscribe list so you'll be updated when we drop future episodes. As always, thank you for supporting Sneaker History, and don't forget to tell someone you like their kicks today. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question, and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.